Hello, and thanks for being with us for this week's episode of ABB Energy Pod. This week, we bring you the highlights of a discussion on ABB's Decoded podcast about the global water crisis. Hello, and welcome to the new episode of ABB Decoded. I'm your host, Rainer Schönrock, and in this episode, we will be discussing why addressing the global water scarcity crisis is more important than ever. On World Water Day 2023 in March, the United Nations launched a water action agenda, dubbed Accelerating Change to Solve the Water and Sanitation Crisis. The United Nations says 2.2 billion people lack access to safely managed drinking water, while more than 4.2 billion people lack safely managed sanitation. A staggering 80% of wastewater flows back into the ecosystem without being treated or reused. To further elaborate on that topic, I met with two colleagues of mine at ABB, with Amina Hamidi and Marie-Hélène Westholm-Knebel. As we are talking right now, let's go back to March, where ABB marked the World Water Day with a report that focuses on how wastewater treatment can play a part in global water scarcity. Can you share some of the findings of the report with us? Sure. So this research was commissioned by ABB to use an independent company development called Development Economics that is actually uh, driving research projects. They actually this time use data that are from the United Nations themselves. And from this, they could actually help us measure the impact that we can have as an organization uh, to drive change in the water area. There is a clear need, of course, to tackle water scarcity, but wastewater itself is especially pivotal in, the, uh, in this topic. So beyond the need of water itself, we also need to tackle uh, the concept of water quality. And of course, we need to accelerate the way we treat wastewater across the globe to actually allow reuse and reentry of this water into the water cycle. This is an untapped resource. What the research has showed is that global wastewater treatment capacity needs to actually be increased annually by almost 8.6 billion cubic meters to actually have the impact that the United Nations are willing to have through the uh, United Nations Development Goals. So in this research, beyond the data on water management, what they actually identified through economic modeling is actually that 469 treatment facilities will be required to be developed and further expanded per year if we actually want to meet the United Nations development goal on water scarcity. If you want to have it you know, in terms of volume, uh, an equivalent, that would be the equivalent of 3.4 million Olympic swimming pools each year that we would have to actually manage. Oh, thank you, Marie-Hélène. Those are very impressive numbers. Now, how is the wastewater linked to the entire topic? So, of course, there is the water scarcity crisis. This is a critical thing that we need to address across the globe. This is something which is linked to peace, sustainable development, community development, health. These are really, really hot topics. However, wastewater plays a huge role as well for the issue of water pollution itself. So nearly half of the wastewater that is coming out from households, companies, you know, from the toilets, the sinks, all the drains, the kitchens, it goes back into nature with harmful substances and is actually being reused uh, in some locations, for example, agriculture. So it will have an impact on what is processed and eventually on human health. So if we reduce the amount of untreated wastewater 
that is going back into the nature through our technologies, through regulations, then we will have a strong impact on the environment, so everything that is going back into the rivers or the oceans. So then let's quickly talk about technology, Amina, because it seems that treatment of wastewater can offer a solution to the water crisis. But yet still today, much of it remains untapped. Is the technology available to optimize wastewater treatment so that it can play an important role in the battle against water scarcity? And the answer is yes. We do have the technologies uh, to optimize the wastewater treatment so that it can play that role that, that we want it to play against the, the water scarcity. So, so wastewater can be treated and reused for various applications. There are various wastewater treatment technologies available today such as, you know, biological treatment, chemical treatment, but, but also membrane filtration. Uh, and these technologies can be optimized. They can also be combined to create efficient and effective treatment systems that can produce really high quality uh, treated wastewater. And in addition to all that, there are advancements in water sensor technology and artificial intelligence that can help the optimization of the wastewater treatment systems. So let me just switch to another topic which is related to this, and that's the energy efficiency. A little known fact is that treating wastewater is very energy intensive, with this industry consuming up to 3% of the world's total energy output and contributing to over 1.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. With a growing population and industry demanding more water, it is critical that we enable more wastewater treatment using less power. Is this something ABB can help with, Marie-Helene? Yes, that's the positive news, of course, is that through our offering, we can really have a difference as well in the way we optimize those plants. So, of course, we see an increase, obviously, of emissions if we increase the capacities and the numbers of those plants. So how can we actually tackle this issue we have our solutions, of course, uh, in ABB in terms of uh, electrification, automation, digitalization, everything that can make a difference in terms of how those plants operate will actually have a positive impact on reducing the emissions linked to those operations. There is another research that actually ABB has launched, which is the energy transition equation. And we address this as well through data and modeling to understand what is really the, the connection again between those operations themselves, how important they are and how in energy intensive they are and really the technical aspects that we can drive to really reduce the impact. And so what we analyzed is that by applying a package of automation and digital solutions, we can really achieve fantastic things. So for example, the wastewater sites that we have calculated, they can reduce carbon emissions by up to 2000 tons per year. So if you cover the amount of wastewater treatment plant that exists across the globe, and if we consider that we need to increase even this capacity to tackle the, uh, the objectives. As part of the, the objectives of the United Nations, we are not only promoting the access to clean water, we're also looking into promoting climate resilient wastewater infrastructure. So we need to take into account as well the climate change impacts that we will have across the globe. So beyond the water scarcity itself, which is an environmental mechanism, we have also to make sure that our the, the plants themselves keep on functioning. Thank you, Amina. All the podcasts we did so far, and no matter what topic we were talking about, it came to the term of digitalization. So Amina and Marie-Helene, we talk, for example, when we talk about water, also about smart water. 
what digital technology is required for water treatment plants to work efficiently. To make water treatment plant work efficiently in the context of what we call smart water, a combination of digital technologies is required. And then these technologies are there. There are a number of them. Uh, they can help optimize plant operations, reduce downtime, as I said, and also improve overall efficiency. Thank you. Marie-Hélène and, and, and Amina, how can we make this impact of the technology we just were discussing tangible. Do you have examples out of your broad customer field where we put those uh, technology already in play? Maybe I can start. I wanted to mention maybe one example, which is um, quite nice to see. It's about our collaboration with the New Zealand water utilities provider Wellington Water. They manage the water infrastructure for six New Zealand councils, an infrastructure that is huge. It includes 105 water pump stations, 248 wastewater pump stations, uh, and appro approximately 148 reservoirs and 27 storm water pump stations uh, at various sites. So really, really a big network. Uh, ultimately, again, to come back to what Marie-Hélène was saying, you cannot manage or improve what you cannot measure. So ABB's technologies uh, are used for that purpose and give Wellington Water the ability to measure, uh, also to store data uh, and track the water flow passing through the pipes in real time so that they can really optimize it. And Marie-Hélène, do you also have to share an example? Yes, I mean, from my side, of course, every kind of uh, success story that has a positive impact toward the environment or communities is really dear to my heart. Everything we're doing at ABB in the water topic, whether it's about uh, cleaning the water itself, optimizing the plants, or uh, desalination, for example, can have a positive impact. So we are all over the world uh, supporting all those activities. And we have a lot of examples related to wastewater management, for example, in the US. And one is in Nashville, for example, where uh, in 2023, all the operations will be finalized to make sure that the city itself has stronger and cleaner uh, waste management processes. And of course, we do than the environmental impact. Thank you. Thank you, Amina and Marie-Hélène, for all your insights and compelling examples. Now we all better understand what is at stake, how important it is to tackle the water and sanitation crisis, and how the water and wastewater industry can become more sustainable and efficient. And that concludes this week's episode of ABB Energy Pod.